Daniel Augenstein. D.C. says it needs help finding shelter for a flood of migrants coming into the district. The late show crew arrested on Capitol Hill last month will not face any charges. I'm Acacia James. Juan Soto knocks it out of the park for the home run derby. It's 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. A heat wave is sweeping the U.S. and Europe. We have team coverage beginning with CBS's Wendy Gillette. The mercury is rising in a large section of the U.S. WCBS meteorologist Craig Allen. Temperatures in this heat advisory area will be approaching the 100 degree mark with a heat index anywhere between 100 and 108. In Houston where the heat index could get even higher, 109 animal shelters with outdoor kennels to get animals out of the heat. Volunteer Angela Taylor. These animals deserve love, deserve somebody to take care of them. The heat index will hit 100 here in New York City tomorrow. I'm Vicki Barker in London. The record for Britain's hottest ever temperature shattered. British rail officials have now closed down two national rail lines. The warping tracks weren't built to withstand this kind of heat. Faced with record-breaking temperatures, we have to make some very difficult choices. In a country where few have air conditioning, Brits have flocked to beaches and riverbanks with some tragic consequences. Four people have drowned during this heat wave after plunging into dangerous waters. Britain just broke a new record moments ago when it hit 104 degrees Fahrenheit. Parents and siblings who lost loved ones in the Uvalde, Texas school massacre demanded the police chief and superintendent be fired at a school board meeting last night. What are you going to do to make sure I don't have to wait 77 minutes bleeding out on my classroom floor? just like my little sister did. They spoke after a report detailing officers in action while children and teachers were being killed. Today is the day the Secret Service is expected to hand over text messages to congressional investigators from January 5th and 6th after an internal watchdog reported some had been deleted. California Democrat Zoe Lofgren. It's hard to believe that you would go forward in a transition. You do a factory reset of the phones of agents and not back up the data. I mean, that who does that? The World Health Organization reporting new COVID cases tripled across Europe in the past six weeks. Hospitalizations have doubled there. ICU admissions still low. Goldman Sachs opens a small business summit in Washington today amid growing fears of recession. CEO David Solomon tells CBS Mornings his bank's been sizing things up. We're reviewing the pace of hiring and also thinking about certain areas where we may slow the pace of investment given our concern about the potential for a slower economic environment. Magic night for baseball fans. Fans at Dodger Stadium. And Juan Soto is your 2022 Home Run Derby champion. ESPN with the results. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. Do you owe the IRS? 803, Tuesday morning, July 19th. It's going to be a steamy one, too. Hot and humid with highs in the low 90s. Good morning, I'm Bruce Allen. And I'm Joan Jones. And the top local stories we're following this hour. It's campaign 2022 on WTOP. And polls are open right now in Maryland for primary election day. Voters certainly have a lot of choices to make, and we begin our team coverage with WTOP's Kate Ryan. 
a number of Maryland's political races are wide open and very close, according to polls. Familiar faces will be gone in the governor's, attorney general's, and comptroller's races since incumbents are either term-limited, like Governor Larry Hogan, or leaving to run for other offices, like Peter Francho, who's running for governor after serving as comptroller. The voters are casting ballots for members of Congress, legislators in the Maryland State House, county executives, county council members, and their local school boards. Unofficial results from early voting and primary day get counted tonight with the final canvas of mail-in ballot on July 29th. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. I'm Neil Loganstein in Montgomery County. In the race to be the Democratic nominee for county executive, incumbent Mark Elrich faces three challengers, David Blair, Hans Reamer, and Peter James. On the Republican side, Reardon Sullivan is facing Shelley Skolnick. There's two new seats on the county council. What was once five is now seven. Democratic voters will essentially choose the next state's attorney since there's no GOP challenger. Tom Dagonia, Bernice Mariko North, and Perry Paler are seeking to replace incumbent John McCarthy. In Montgomery County, Neil Augenstein, WTLP News. When voters in Prince George's County cast ballots today, they'll be weighing in on whether to give County Executive Angela also Brooks a second term, and they'll be making picks for a handful of County Council seats that could change the direction of the 11-member council. In four of the district seats, incumbent council members are stepping down because of term limits, and there are a number of newcomers vying for the seats that could change the makeup of the council. The council courted controversy last year when a six-member majority adopted a redrawn district boundary map that many saw as political gerrymandering and that was later thrown out by Maryland's high court. Polls close at 8 o'clock tonight, and you can find everything you need to know about the Maryland elections on WTOP.com. New this morning, a 13-year-old boy is recovering after being shot in Southern Maryland. The Charles County Sheriff's Office tells us it happened just before midnight in a parking lot near Caroline Avenue and Jenny Run Place in La Plata. Officers said that the boy had been with a group of friends when someone pulled out a gun and opened fire, striking him in the wrist. It's not clear if he was the intended target. Sheriffs say they're still working to find the suspect. In May, the governors of Texas and Arizona began sending buses full of migrants to sanctuary cities, including here in D.C. Now city leaders say the district doesn't have the resources to handle everyone. It requires the federal response. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser there. Abel Nunez is the executive director of the Central American Resource Center, one of the groups helping migrants as soon as they get to Union Station. He tells our news partners at NBC4 the mayor must take some responsibility. I understand her point that this is a federal issue and the federal government needs to provide more resources. But if she does not provide uh, some sort of resources so that we can receive them, they will eventually become the city's problem. And we're beginning to see that. The migrants have already been processed by the Department of Homeland Security and they're now awaiting immigration court hearings. All of them chose to come to D.C. Still to come, after traffic and weather, a local TV news anchor is returning to the air after a DUI conviction. It's 8.07. If you run a commercial property, the fastest way to cut energy costs is to repair or replace your mechanical insulation. Hi, I'm Brian Cavey of Insulators and Allied Workers Local 24. In most commercial buildings, as much as 30% of the mechanical insulation is damaged or missing. And that means higher energy costs for your company. Trust me, if you invest in your insulation now, you will save on the bottom line later. Cut energy costs fast with Insulators Local 24. 
Get started at insulators24.org. At the core of every DOD process are applications, forms, and contracts.